Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Thursday. Uh, so uh, it's been a couple of weeks now that we've done, uh, been doing a, a four-day work weeks, um, and some interesting things have happened. Um, but I also want to just kind of give you guys an update on where I'm at, where uh, my company's at, and what what sort of the future is looking like. So yeah, so first things first, we're in the four-day work week um, kind of uh, style of operation. Uh, so far, so good. Um, the guys uh, actually were a little hesitant, which is really surprising to me uh, that they were a little bit kind of unsure if they wanted to do uh, four by tens. Because um, to me, and it's surprising because to me, I'm thinking, you know, three-day w- weekends every single week. Like, why wouldn't you want that? I mean, the job is not that fun. You're cleaning pools. That is literally your job is to clean pools. So, you know, if you can get all of it done in four days and then enjoy more of a weekend every single weekend uh, and just means, you know, your days are a little bit longer uh, during the week, why not? Um, but, you know, they, they've definitely come around. I definitely think they, they really like it now or at least like it enough uh, to understand that it's not a bad thing. Um but uh, one thing that I was not anticipating, so uh, the way I have it scheduled or set up is that I was doing routes with them because I did what I did want to have happen is, you know, I'm saying four by tens and then, you know, uh, Tuesdays, uh, for those of you who don't know, Tuesday, so we operate from Tuesday through Friday uh, and Tuesdays are my sort of admin day where I get to do all of the things that, um, you know, more like book work, rerouting, customer service, scheduling, anything that I have to do, payroll, accounting stuff, like whatever I have to do that is not necessarily field work, um, I do do it on Tuesday. And it's definitely slowing down. So Tuesdays have more or less been a day off for me, which has been really, um, really nice. So I have had for the last two weeks, I mean, I, I can't say four day weekends because I definitely have been answering my phones. I call the guys in the morning, make sure they're, you know, there's nothing they need and just let them know like I'm, I am available. Um, but it's been really nice to just not, not work as hard, really. I mean, that's all it is. It, it's, uh, and, and, um, you know, earlier last month, I more or less had a, more or less had a breakdown. Oh, did I just get hit? Okay. Yeah, we all kind of want to turn that way. All right, sorry about that. I'm driving, and some people don't know how to do that. Um, so, you know, I, I just basically stopped showing up for three weeks, and I just let the guy, you know, I showed up and dropped off chems for the guys, and I, like, you know, caught up and made sure nothing was, like, super on fire, but I more or less didn't work for, like, three weeks straight, and that's, you know, by the end of that, I was feeling a lot more recovered, a lot more fresh, and that's, you know, when I had that kind of clarity to realize, like, I should be doing four-day work weeks. That's something I've always wanted. Why am I, you know, operating five days a week? It's, there's a lot of waste um, when we operate five days a week. There's, you know, all that extra setup, all that breakdown time that we don't really need. I mean, it's a two-man route, and we could absolutely do it in four, four days. But my concern, so going back to what I was about to say, my concern was that uh, I was going to fry my team. And because they had been doing a lot of pools by themselves already, and I'm now I'm, I'm making them work 10 hours instead of eight, even though they agreed. I was just concerned that I was going to burn them out really fast. So I gave myself uh, a very fair share 
you know, my, my, I took my fair share of the route, even though it is really, you know, truly is about a two man route. I figured, all right, I'm going to take, you know, the guys might be doing 20 pools. I'll take 15, right. And I'll do a good chunk. I'll still have enough time to, to do quality checks. I'll still have enough time to do all the other things I need to do. But, uh, since I'm only working three days a week, I might as well like really do some heavy lifting for them, um, and help them out. And, uh, I told them like, you know, I, and I've told them like before we converted to four day, uh, work weeks. Um, and I've told them throughout, you know, just if you're not getting enough hours, cause I'm helping you too much, you need to speak up. Cause otherwise I am just assuming that you want the help because I know what it's like when you have, you know, 25 to 30 pools assigned to you, um, which they don't have that. They haven't had that yet until this week. Um, and I'm going to get into that. This, you know, that's what I'm kind of getting into. Uh, but I know what it feels like, you know, if I weren't doing the pools, they'd be doing 25, 30, 35 pools, um, a day. And I know what that feels like. I know what it's like when it's, you know, two o'clock, you've been at it since six in the morning and you know, you still have 10, 15 pools left because it's been a really tough day in the, you know, in the, uh, fall you got a lot of debris and your battery's running low. So you've been netting like a, like a madman and it's been every day back to back. So I know, I know how that feels. So I always thought, you know, I'll just make sure that I do a route so that I'm supporting the team and they're not getting overloaded. They don't, you know, feel like I'm just like leaving them in the field. Um, because again, we're such a small company. There's no real reason, uh, other than, you know, financial for me to not be doing uh, pools, financial as in for my team so that my team can make more money and I make less, but you know, I have a team. Um, and that's kind of like the balancing act. And so everything was going well. I did my route last week and then, uh, this week, uh, it was raining on Tuesday. And so I was like, ah, I don't want to go out. You know, it was 12 o'clock, one o'clock, something like, something like that. And I didn't really want to go out and help them, but it was a rainy day. And you know, it's a tougher day. The fall, we had a pretty bad windstorm over the weekend and then it rained that day. And I was like, you know, I, I can't just leave them out there high and dry. So I, I, you know, suited up and got out there and started getting after it. And the, my newest technician, you know, told me, I, I was like, so how do you like the new schedule? Just checking in with him. And he said, you know, Hey, you know, you don't have to change anything if you don't want to, but just like, you know, an observation, I, I'm not really getting a lot of hours. Uh, and I, and I just told him like, really, uh, is that a problem? And he's like, well, you know, it's not really a problem right now, but if I, you know, he's a younger guy, so he, he's living at home with his folks, but he wants to move out. And he's like, you know, well, it's not a problem right now, but you know, when I live on my own, I'm, I think I'm going to need a little bit more, um, hours. So, uh, you know, but if, if this is the way that it needs to be, I, I totally understand. I was like, well, no, it doesn't need to be this way. I, I just said, you know, I literally am here. Like I didn't really want to come out. Um, you know, I have other stuff I could be doing. Uh, and I just told him like, I'm literally here because I didn't want to, you know, make you guys feel like I'm abandoning you on a stormy ass day when it's really hard to get through the day. And he was like, Oh, well, I appreciate the sentiment, but like, I want money. I'm here for money. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I left and then I, and, and then I called my other guy and asked him the same thing. I'm like, so, you know, I was just talking to so-and-so and he was saying that he kind of wants more hours. And, you know, when I come out and help you guys and help you guys get done faster, I'm, I'm really cutting your hours and he's okay with it, but he, he kind of prefer more hours so he can make more money. And how do you feel? And I was, I, for this guy, I was thinking to myself, there's no way he just wants to go home early. And he was like, well, you know, I'm, I think more hours would be nice. And so I was like shocked and, and I said the same thing to him. Like, I'm, I'm only out here because I thought you guys would want me out here uh, helping you guys get through your day, but I'm happy just doing quality checks and, you know, and, and doing all the other things that I need to do. 
um, which is honestly not that much. And I want to get into that as well. But, you know, I, I just said, I, listen, I've been in the field for three years. Like, I'm good not doing the pools if you guys really want to, me to not do the pools. I just want to make sure, like, if you guys ever feel like you're overwhelmed, you got to, just like you spoke up now, you got to speak up if you're ever feeling like, hey, man, like, we're out here busting our ass and you're not doing anything. You need to speak up before it gets to that like, kind of resentful point. And they're like, yeah, sounds good. So, with all that said, long story uh, to get to, uh, I don't have any pools again. And, um, and I, I think this time is a little bit different because I'm doing more quality inspection and, um, and it's also the, it's a lot easier to maintain pools this time of year from a chemical perspective. Um, you know, we're using, you know, before during the summer, we were using anywhere from like one to three gallons of chlorine per pool, uh, depending on the pool, um, with one being like on the lower end. Uh, when it's a hundred and something degrees every single day, all summer long, you, you just end up dumping tons of chems in. But now we're at like a quarter to a half on most pools. Um, some pools, we have some problem pools that still get a gallon, but I mean, you know, our, our chem costs have, have been cut dramatically. So, you know, it's a lot easier to take care of the pools, a lot easier to make them look good, make them look clean. Um, we are doing some filter cleans. So we are training uh, the newer guy on filter cleans right now. And, uh, so he'll be up and running on that with his own filter cleaning kit. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just, I, the need for me in the field has dramatically decreased. Well, as the weather has cooled down and, uh, and so, yeah, I've kind of gotten myself into this little spot where I more or less don't really have that much to do. And I love it. I'm loving every minute of it. However, um, which, which is really cool. However, it it comes with some drawbacks and I'll get into that in a second, but without, it's just so funny how this all works. So, and this is just so, uh, so par for the course for being an entrepreneur, you know, a few weeks ago, like about a one month ago, I was at one of my lowest points I've ever been at doing this, this job. I frankly, I kind of just hated it. And you know, I went from that low point to more or less, um, because I had to, because I knew I was just done and I was not going to do pools. I put a lot of responsibility on my lead technician, um, before, you know, without really asking if he was up for the challenge or anything, I just like said, this is how it's going to be. You are in charge while I'm gone. Don't call me. Um, with, with problems, like, you know how, like we have now, now granted, don't, don't, uh, assume that that just means like, oh, I just left. Like we have a standard policy for if a pool is a problem and you can't figure it out, do these, you know, five, six checks. If none of those checks work, you know, shut the system off. Let me know, notify the customer. Like there, we have a standard operating procedure for this. So it's not like I just left and like, they didn't know what to do. Um, so they knew what, to, you know, he knew what to do and they both kind of were trained on what to do, but it was very out of the blue and just kind of like gave up. Um, and, uh, but what, what ended up happening through that experience of me just saying, I'm not answering my phone. I'm not working on this. I'm not, you know, and, and a lot of it was just like customers had just gotten so freaking nasty that I just, I could not, I could not read another passive aggressive text without freaking the fuck out. And so, uh, you know, I shut down, didn't go. And, and just like I was saying, you know, so, uh, so typical of the entrepreneurial journey, what ended up happening is I ended up building out these kind of like systems unbeknownst to me, you know, with, with not intentionally just 
kind of built this standard operating procedure, put uh, my lead technician in charge of the field, put you know my, my new guy uh, looking to him for guidance and not me, and uh, and he's really good, and I, I definitely trust him implicitly, and uh, I'm very appreciative that he's on my team because I don't think I'd be able to do it without him, uh, but I have him for now at least, and, and, and what ended up happening was they grew stronger together as pool professionals. I mean, I've taken a look at their pools, their, their uh, pacing is on point. Their quality is, is, I mean, there's still a few things that I catch here and there, but I mean, for the most part, the quality is on point and um, they can operate without me. And what I've learned from that three weeks is this whole thing doesn't come crashing down if I stop working. And then, you know, and then lo and behold, when I come back and I make these changes and I'm going to work three days a week, three and a half days a week, and it's going to be great. Uh, you know, I'm going to still take it easy because I'm still kind of like mentally recovering um, from the last three years. Uh, you know, then I come back and I start working and they're like, listen, dude, like we got this. And I now out of nowhere, out, out of, you know, feeling like I was kind of being swallowed up by this prison that I was creating for myself. I all of a sudden have this asset that I've wanted to have this whole time this business that effectively detaches my hours, um, from my income. Like my, my income is not directly attributed to the hours that I operate this. Um, and I don't know, it's just really, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It, it seems like I went through one of the darkest points and now I'm coming out of that and I'm looking around and I'm like, holy shit, I've got an asset. I've actually built something that runs without me. I mean, it doesn't run 100% without me, but you know, like it's, it's pretty close. And then, um, so that was really cool. And, you know, I still got the route for sale, but no leads on that. Like I've still got, uh, uh, you know, that, that's still something that I want to do, but you know, all of a sudden now, like I can just hold this thing. I mean, I got to do stuff. It's not like I'm doing nothing. Like I'm out in the field right now. I just drop off some keys. I, you know, wanted to make sure they were good they didn't need any help and, you know, there's, there's things that I need to do. I'm answering customer phone calls and customer text messages and all that. So it's not like I'm doing nothing, but like I am not doing very much and it's wonderful. Um, it's wonderful to a point and I'll get into that in a minute, but it's just crazy that, you know, going from kind of like one of the darkest points to like looking around and realizing like, Hey, this thing I've, I've built is kind of, it's not done, but it's, it could be, it could be done. So that, that kind of leads us to the, the next thing I want to talk about is like, well, you know, I, I'm more or less not in the field and, and the call volume has decreased so much. And like, I made a decision a while ago that we're not accepting new customers for a while. So any, you know, number I don't recognize, I don't really answer. Um, and so, you know, there, there lies the question, like, what do we do now? Um, so yeah, what do we do next? Uh, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways, uh, well, not in a lot of ways. I said this. So what I set out to build three years ago is definitely, you know, the, the end goal has definitely morphed over time, but ultimately it always ended up being something that I just want to build something that runs itself and I can sell eventually if it, it like if there is a buyer they would want to buy my thing like it's not you know it, it, selling is not the it's not required but i want to have something that i could sell 
And I wasn't really thinking about, uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't really thinking, sorry, I'm also driving here. Um, let me, let me pause this. Let me think about how to say this. So I wanted to have something that was worth buying and, and something that's worth buying is basically a business that runs itself. Right. Um, now in this industry, you can sell routes and you can liquidate and that's great. And I'm definitely looking to leverage that as much as possible. Um, in 2023, that's kind of like the main goal is to learn how to sell routes, um, and build them, build really, really high quality, solid, solid routes that I don't mind having, uh, and operating myself, but selling that, you know, with the idea that I will, I will try to sell them to somebody who's looking to start, um, their own, uh, pool pool service company or expand or, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, building the business itself, the the main company that I have is not the routes. You know, what I look to set out, you know, what what I was setting out to do was to build something big enough where people had jobs. You know, uh, the team was, you know, kind of, uh, somewhat intertwined with the business. You know, if the business, well, they did well, so they wanted to do well and, you know, it would be good for my community. It would be good for my, you know, especially my team members. It would be good, you know, for me. And then, you know, if I ever had a, uh, you know, an exit, it would be large enough where it'd be really worth all of this work. And that's kind of morphed over time. Um, but you know, so that was the goal and getting from zero to nearly 200, uh, which right now we're not anymore. We're down at like the 178, 180, somewhere around there. Um, we've lost a lot and I have not been trying to expand at all. Uh, I, I think we could get back up to 200 pretty quick or close to 200 pretty quick now, now that we fixed so many of the issues that we had that prevented us from getting, you know, to the 200 mark. So I, th- I think we can get there. Um, but therein kind of lies the, the problem. The problem I have now is, you know, every truck that I have in operation nets about two to two to $3,000 a month in recurring, in, in revenue, or sorry, in profit, not revenue. And so for every truck that I have on operation, it's three grand uh, in profit. The problem though is for the next two trucks that I get, you know, we are sort of at these hard limitation you know, with the, with the size of the company that I have now, I, I've sort of run up against these limitations. Um, so I, I can't do any more customer service than I have been doing. And I, I won't do another summer at the size that I'm at without a customer service person helping me. I just won't. I, I will, I'll just end up dropping people if I don't, uh, accomplish that in time. You know, if I don't hire someone, train them and have them ready to go by the summer, I just won't do it. Um, you know, so I'm at my limit from a customer service perspective. Um, and so to hire someone, I don't think it would be, you know, $3,000. Um, but if I really want someone to actually fully be an office administrator where the guys can call uh, this person, I can call this person, give them what, you know, stuff to do. They can relay information between me and the team. The team can, you know, relay information between them and, and me and uh, get, you know, uh, get uh, taken uh, customer uh, issues and, and get it on my schedule and, and work them, work with them over the phone and, answer all the dumb, easy questions and, you know, take in the, the initial sale calls and, and, and prep them for talking to me. And, and, you know, if I want somebody who's really good at all of those things, eventually I have to get them full time and eventually full time is probably going to cost me, you know, three to 5,000 bucks a month would be my guess. Um, I don't know for sure, but that would be what I would imagine it's going to end up costing me. Um, so let's just say 3000 for the sake of easy math. Well, that means the next truck I, I get in operation and what I consider a fully, uh, built out route, you know, with a, uh, with a, tr- one truck with an employee operating that truck, 
that actually nets me three grand a month is going to be anywhere between 75, really 80 and 100 pools uh, per week. So I need between 80 and 100 customers uh, to be able to uh, have another truck in operation, right? So that'll take us from, let's just say 180 to 260, 250. But I'm already at my limitation and I know that I need a customer service person uh, to be able to get through another summer. So this would have to happen before the next summer um, or at least during the next summer. I would have to have somebody hired, maybe two people onboarded and basically have somebody or two people, either one person full-time or two people part-time, whatever, however we want to kind of split this up. Uh, But I need these people uh, ready to go. Um, And so what that means is I more or less will break even on my next hundred customers. So I won't make any more money than I'm making now, which I don't make very much now. Um, Like I make enough. I make enough to not hate life, but I definitely don't make enough to enjoy it very much. Um, I enjoy it because I have good family. I enjoy it because I have good people in my life. Um, Like that's what's important, but I'm not a wealthy man by any means. Um, I have a nice asset that is on paper worth something, but it's only worth something on paper. If nobody buys it, nobody buys it, right? And so, you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, so 100 more customers. And that after that, I'll start making some more profit. I'll start making, you know, three grand a month in profit uh, for the next truck, right? Well, there's another problem. So, so basically, to get uh, to... Uh, to get to be able to make more money, I have to get a minimum of 100 customers and then start building on top of that. And every customer I make on top of that theoretically will make me more profit that I can then take home and enjoy the fruits of my labor. But more or less for the next 100 customers, 100 customers with a liability, 100 customers with a work, 100 customers with a training my guys, 100 customers worth of issues that come up, 100 customers worth of nastiness, all that, 100 customers, I make $0 because I have to reinvest it in a role that does not make me money. I mean, maybe it makes me a little bit of money in sales, maybe right? So that's kind of a bummer. But you know, it's 100 customers, it's not that bad. But there's another problem. The next, you know, then, you know, it's not as easy as just saying, okay, well, then the next truck that I I fully kit out, and and, you know, the the next route that's big enough for a truck. um, After that, then I'll start making money. Well, I won't. Because what's happening right now is I am at the max capacity of my garage, basically, uh, for chem- holding chemicals. I cannot put, like, I like physically do not have enough space uh, to put any more uh, chems. And in the summer, like, another 100 customers, I don't know if I even have enough room there now. And I would have to be doing a lot of, you know, going between the shop and my house and, and putting. All right. Um, so I'm at max capacity from uh, ability to store chemicals at my house. And, and frankly, it's getting a, a little unruly. You know, I have kids and it's a little scary to have that, that much in quantity. I mean, we burn through them during the summer, but it's still a lot. And so eventually I'm going to have to get a real facility. Like right now, the little shipping container on this gravel lot in the middle of nowhere is great. But I can't get deliveries there because the trucks that would deliver from distribution don't drive on gravel and they don't have machines that can drive on gravel. And frankly, I'm not really allowed to have chemicals in the shipping container. And, you know, you guys know me, like I I do things above board. I don't break the rules if I can avoid it. Um, So I would need to get a real proper facility. And I would imagine in my area, that's going to cost me another $2,500 to $3,500 if I'm getting a real facility that can actually handle, you know, a proper amount of chemicals. 
So that's my problem. My problem right now is I'm at 180 customers. I need about anywhere from 160 to 200 more. So from now until about 350 customers, I'm not making any more money. I have to virtually double in size, double in workload, double in effort, double in stress, double in liability to only then start to make extra money. Start to be able to build on top of that. And and now, you know, I've talked about opportunity vehicle on this podcast a lot and um, you know, the leverage that this has and you know, ways that I can I can try to build in more leverage and and all that good stuff, but you know, it's got a lot of limitations and, you know, scale, I can't scale this. I can only grow this. So I'm limited in scale to an extent. I mean, I, I think with, if I can figure out how to sell these routes, like I can, I can incorporate some extra scale, but it, it'll never truly be a scalable business that, in the way that I want it to be. I can only really grow it and growth is expensive and it's hard. And so, you know, 150 more customers, 200 more customers to make no more money is... It's a pretty daunting task. I mean, it took me three years to get to this point and I'm basically having to double. I don't think it'll take me another three years to double. I think it would take me about a year and a half, two years, but still, that's a lot of work for zero payout. And you know, that when I'm really growing, when I'm hyper growing and I'm working, doing everything I can to expand, I work around the clock and I've already done that for the last three years and I don't really feel like doing that again. So... Now I'm kind of at this point where on one hand, if I keep going, you know, that is the road, the road for us to continue to grow and continue to expand. All right. Sorry about that. I got another phone call. So yeah, so here's my options. So I can either spend the next two years grinding again and building and growing and learning and trying to scale, you know, build this thing up and grow this thing, uh, and, and really just break my, my back and, and, get there hopefully in two to maybe three years will be six years in in total and at that point now we have the fully baked platform to launch from to then start growing to finally start making more than what i make today three years from now two to three years from now that's one way um you know net positive if i do it you know, in 10, after a decade of operating this thing, I should be pretty filthy rich, right? I should have the stuff that I need to be able to just take this thing as big as I possibly can. Um, and in about a decade, so I'll be 30, I'll be 44, uh, you know, maybe not 44, what I'll be like, basically by the time I'm 40, I'm actually wealthy as hell, finally. So that's, that's one avenue, right? But it takes you know, to actually start to make more money than I make today, I have to, I have to basically sacrifice the next two to three years again. Um, now, granted, if, if the Fed eases up on the interest rates and things start coming down and, you know, money becomes cheap again and the economy turns back and, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen between now and then that would make it, you know, if I, if I figure out a way to basically raise excuse me, raise capital and expand fast. Like it may not take that much time, um, to do. And if I commit to this, I'm going to be looking for ways to get there faster for sure. Um, so, and, and I've been able to figure a lot of those kinds of things out, uh, over the years. So I, you know, I would say conservatively two to three years, aggressively, maybe a year to two, uh, and we double in size and, uh, maybe, 
I mean, I've, I've thought I could do that before and I could not, but I'm pretty sure I could now. And I'm pretty sure I know, you know, some of the, I've learned a lot this year, basically. I'm pretty sure I could get another hundred for sure, uh, in about a year to two years and then potentially 150, 200 in uh, two to three years. So, but I make no more money doing this. And I sacrifice, I continue to live cheap. I continue to live, you know, dump all of my extra cash into this. Um, you know, cash is a, or growth is a cash eating machine. Um, you have to feed the beast if you want to grow. So I, I'm going to be poor for longer than I have been by a lot. But on the flip side, you know, if we get there, one moment, if we get there, then every new customer that I I I make or I get becomes a you know a higher level of income. Every single new customer that signs up, I get paid more personally, um, which is great. I mean that's a pretty cool proposition. I mean you know if I can if I can double my size and uh, you know and let's just say two years, a year after that I should have another you know one third of what I have now. So I get a third more in what I make now and maybe maybe even double again after another year. Like maybe I, I figured out a way to get really aggressive with it and, you know, I just start skyrocketing my income. But it takes another two to three years to get there. Or I look at what I have now. I have something that more or less runs by itself, not all the way. But, you know, I, I'm the last month I've probably put in about five to ten hours of work every week. That's about it. Um, you know, I probably have to put in a little bit more when I start needing to sell and, and, you know, bring in more customers to kind of replace some of the ones that uh, have left. But, you know, worst case scenario, I'm working four days a week. Best case scenario, I'm not working any days a week. Um, there are points where, I mean, basically I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm at, you know, financial independence, retire early. Uh, I have very minimal workload. Um, the thing is running by itself. My, all my bills are paid. Uh, you know, some months are good. Some months are not so good, but overall we, we have enough, um, to live a pretty decent life. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this kind of more blue collar, uh, job for, you know, three years. Do I, look, you know, basically I have this thing that sort of is handling itself. It's, I just say, Hey, you know what? My pool service company is done. It's built. It's, it's all, it's all finished. Like this is as big as I want to get it. You know, maybe we add a little bit here, uh, when we feel like it, but it's, this is as big as we want to get. Um, if I want more money, I can grow by another, you know, 50 to 75 customers, but I do them myself personally. So I just make more money, which is totally uh, something that I'm considering doing. Um, since my guys don't need my help, I just go and do, I just go, let's say I just go build my own 75 person route and I throw in an extra, you know, four to seven grand a month profit. I don't know. I, I'm just spitballing numbers, but let's say I can make like four to seven grand a month more if I just grew and did my own route and then just held what I have now, um, you know, and, and let them take care of it. You know, that's not, that's not that bad, man. Like that, that's pretty good. Like I make good money now good enough and with the potential of making even better money and, and it takes very little time and, you know, push come to shove. If I grew by 75 pools, I do three days a week of 25 pools each. 
I would have some extra cash so I could pay my guys to go and clean the filters. I don't even have to clean the filters if I want. I just need to show up and clean the pools. I could probably try to keep it like semi-full service so I'm not doing any full service. So it's like super easy on my body. And there's a lot of ways that I can kind of design this to be like really, really nice. For me, maximum three days a week and making plenty of money. And that, that frees up, you know, right now, seven days a week, uh, more or less, for new projects. Um or not new projects, just hanging out with my kids and my family, which is what I've been doing. I know I'm, I'm kind of starting to get to that sort of getting a little bored uh, stage of uh, being lazy, basically. Um, I'm not really wired to just sit around. I, I, I can't really sit around forever. I definitely needed to do this, but uh, like I can, I, I'm starting to feel that like I need to go and get after something. I just, I have that something, there's something wrong with me. Like I just, I have to be gung-ho and and getting after something to be fulfilled. I just do. I just, I have to have some purpose to drive towards some, something challenging in my way that I have to be working at every day. That's just part of who I am. Um, and I'm starting to get to that itch, you know, that, that itch is starting to come, you know, come up and I'm, I'm starting to feel that need to, to kind of scratch that itch. Uh, but I'm right now I'm enjoying it. But my point is, my point is like, I, I could also say like, Hey, this thing that I've worked on for the last three years, it's built, it's done. It, it, it solves the base, the, the base level needs of me and my family. It, it provides for the base level needs of me and my family. Um, I don't need to expand it. I keep it as it is. If I want to make more money, I go make more money for a while. If I don't want to make more money, I just chill and, and do what I'm doing, um, which is not very much. And, and then if I feel that need to, uh, go make more money or, um, you know, get after something new, um, I start something new. I start something new. Uh, I don't know if it'd be related to the pool industry. Maybe, maybe, I mean, I have a lot of connections now. Um, I just don't see very many things that I would know how to solve, like very many problems that I would know how to solve necessarily that haven't already been solved well. Um, you know, like I could build software. I'm a, I used to be a, a software engineer. I could build software for route management, but you know, skimmer rocks and they got a pretty good foothold. And I'm not saying I couldn't compete. Like I'm sure I, I'm sure I could, I'm sure I could try to get my slice of the pie, but like, you know, they do a good job. Like I, I don't need to solve. That's not a problem that I feel like I need to solve. And, uh, so I mean, maybe, I don't know. Um, but you know, I, I, am at this really, it's really a sweet spot to be in. I'm not complaining anymore. Like I'm actually really stoked on where I'm at. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more or less mentally recovered. I'm more or less, you know, operating this, this company remotely. Like I'm basically a work from home (laughs) dude now. And, um, it's pretty great. Uh, so those are my two options. And it's like, you know, I could go and keep building this one thing and it would be unreasonable to imagine that I would not become filthy rich after, you know, another few years of doing this. Or I could say, Hey, you know, I built this thing and it's good and I'm going to hold it and I'm going to keep it. Um, and, uh, you know, unless somebody comes in and like buys the whole, like, you know, all of the, all of the pool, the, the pools and like some massive route acquisition, um, I'm just going to keep it and, and, and operate it and run it and use it. And it's just an asset that I have now. It's just another company that I own, right? It's a company that I own just like any stocks that I would have, um, in the stock market. I just own my shares of this company, which is all of them. And that's it. Like I, I just have this thing that I built by myself. It's just a really, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really articulating the feeling I get 
with this stuff. I mean, I, I know I'm saying what, what it is. It's just, it's hard to say this and explain like, man, this is like what you go for. And I just looked up and I realized I kind of already have it. It's not like as done as I thought it would be in the beginning, but I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about in the beginning. And like, this is pretty close. This is pretty close to like, it's done. And so do I keep going and take on all this new liability, take on all this new stress, be poor for longer, limit my options in life because I've just, once you decide you're going to go for it, I got to go for it until it's done. You know, do I want to do all of that or do I want to just say, Hey, let's, let's go explore some new things like Bitcoin mining, like, you know, software as a service, like, you know, and, and the other thing too is like, I feel like I understand the problems that I would have to face to get to the next level. And they are truly, I just need to basically grow by another 150 to 200 pools, staff them, you know, hire those people, stay on top of the employees, stay on top of my, you know, train and, 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 you know, work with my customer service person and get them all, all set. And then once that's fully baked, then it's, it really is just, I'm just doing sales at that point and quality checks, you know, which is great, which would be great, but it is a pretty big next few years kind of project or do I just say hey this thing is done it's good I have an excellent lifestyle now because of it like this has opened up so many opportunities I have a little bit of money I don't have a lot of money like um, saved up or anything and it will take me a long time to save money because I, I, I'm operating like the cash flow that I get from this pays for my living expenses and everything and uh, and that's it like there's not a whole lot left over some months are good some months are bad you know, but I more or less all year I break even and, and I'm good, but I don't have a lot of, of um, cap, I, I won't be able to build a whole lot of capital for like the next venture. It'll be a lot of like whatever the next venture will be, it'll have to be sweat equity. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's a weird, it's an interesting spot. It's, it's really, it's a really good spot to be in. I don't have to make a decision now. I can think about this for a long time. It's just cool. It's just cool to go from, kind of hating my life and having it be like really I felt like I was in a prison that I had created for myself to I, I just look up and I look around I'm like holy shit like I, I could be done that's the other thing I could just be done too I don't even have to build the next thing I just know I will want to build another thing but I don't even have to I could just live like this so you know, here we are towards the end of the year. In the beginning, I thought it was going to go so differently, but in the end, it went the way that it went. There were a lot of mistakes made. I learned a ton. Um, it was pretty tough to, to, to handle emotionally, but, but in the end, looking around it, I've got, I feel like I've kind of got it made and, you know, sure. If, so, if one of my employees quits, I have to go do a route, but like, oh, well, I was going to do a route anyway. I'll just hire someone else, train them up, and when they're good, I'll turn over the keys and we'll be good to go. If I lost two people, well, that would be a pretty big scramble, but I work seven days a week until I find one person and I give, you know, keys and, you know, and so on and so forth. Like, so, like, I basically work very little to, and every once in a while I have to work hard for, like, a month or two. Then I go back to working very little for months. Like, I don't know. It's a really cool spot to be in. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going to go from here. Um, but if you, you know, I, I haven't been making these because it's, 
there's not really a whole lot to update. It's it's more more or less like things kind of built, and now the question is, well, what do we do now? And for the first time in three years, there's no urgency. I, I don't have any urgency to answer that. I, I can take my time with this, and I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to take a, a lot of time to figure out what my next move is, to decide what I want to do. And so pretty pretty grateful to be here, pretty happy uh, about this. Um, not really sure, not sure, and I don't know when I will be. Uh, and I will probably update you guys. Um, you know, some of the things that I've been thinking about with this podcast, and I've mentioned this before, uh, I don't know how much of this podcast will continue to be the pool industry, pool service. Um, this might need to morph into just sort of documenting my journey as an entrepreneur, not necessarily documenting my journey as a pool, uh, you know, building a pool service business. Because if I decide that the pool service business um, is built and I'm more or less done, there's not really going to be a lot of updates to it. So I've got to think about this. And if you have any um, comments or, you know, suggestions on, you know, how, like if you would like to hear more about some of the other entrepreneurial pursuits that I'm doing or, or some of the other projects that I'm going to be up to, um, let me know. Or if you wouldn't want that, just let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Cause you know, I make this for me mainly, but you know, I, I was not anticipating anybody listening to this, but I see that you guys are. So your, your input is, is appreciated. Cause I, I, it's cool to see that people actually listen to this. I literally never thought someone would actually listen to this. And I even stopped posting on the Instagram. I stopped doing a lot of stuff and yet you guys are still listening. So, um, let me know what you think. Uh, feel free to reach out. I'll check my Instagram. If you reach out, um, let me know what you think about how you would like to see where you would like to see this podcast go. If you would like to hear about other projects, if you wouldn't like to hear about other projects, but either way, um, that's all I got for you today. Uh, and until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.